0: Hey, podcast kittens, it's Kathy Cat and Lady Bear coming at you with another enthralling episode of Cat with Bear. Come
1: on, ladies and gentlemen, what I'm talking about. We have Again with my dear friend Hartley Jackson. How are you, sir?
2: I wish I had that energy. Oh my (laughs) goodness!
1: Just just, seriously, just grab a piece of paper and throw it around. It's good. Just have a go. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. That feels good. Yes, Yes, do it again. 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 Yes, need any scripts in this podcast? (laughs) I do. What am I talking about? Okay, I think sorry. everyone
0: in the studio right now is starting to sweat a little bit. They're yeah. like, please don't do this
1: to the studio microphone. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Well, I don't, well, I hope you've got a script, because ours, mine's totally out of order. How are you, we sir? This is our second yeah. episode with Mr. Jackson. Very good. Mr. Thank Jackson. you for having me back. Wonderful. Right. Good to see you again. Yeah. Now, now just um, mm-hmm. on a break, before we hit roll... We were talking last time a lot about mm-hmm. pro wrestling and mm. um, how you got into wrestling and yes. so how I started training with you and yeah. so forth. Now, now the Japanese style of wrestling mm. and training in Japanese wrestling. Yes. It's going to be
0: today's main topic, so that Japanese style of wrestling. What so we're
1: here to talk about. Exactly.
0: Even if you know wrestling, you'll probably find something out in this episode that you might not know from before.
1: Um. Yeah, for those of you who are wrestling fans or not wrestling fans, but, uh, you know, Japan fans, Uh, Yeah, life in Japan in all aspects is very different from life everywhere else. (laughs) And that includes things such as pro wrestling, which we have elsewhere, but not like they have it in Japan.
0: And I would like to find out more about this. Now, one of the things is what really surprised me is compared to... Germany uh, or other countries, I see so much wrestling. I see wrestling posters at stations. I see trucks driving past with, like, mm. loud music having all the wrestlers on it. I see female, male, mixed. There's a lot of hype here about it. It seems to be like, it's a great community. Like, yeah, is it, a, is it bigger here than other places? How is it? It, it is. Yeah, it's
2: much I bigger so. here. I mean, obviously, America's number one through TV and mm-hmm. international markets and everything. stuff. They can break through to the world. Whereas Japan really has its niche market, but everyone really comes on board to support it, which is great. I feel it's cultural here. It is. It's it's cultural because they've grown up with that fighting spirit, yeah. you know, and not just fighting spirit from pro wrestling, but from sumo, from
1: everyday life. Kickboxing. But MMA yeah. kind of had its uh, <laughs> MMA got its initial kind of kick of fame in Japan Mm. back with Pride and everything. Yeah, definitely. Before the UFC.
0: So many numbers, names, <laughs> and letters. Welcome to my... Hey, hey, what
1: does IRL stand for? Oh, this is God, the flip version of that, young lady. Oh, with the abbreviation.
0: Uh, so, so when you were just mentioning all those names, were like, different types of leagues, no?
1: So everything we just said, these yeah. are all different styles of fighting, Yeah. see? Okay. So MMA is mixed martial arts. Mm-hmm. So that's when you watch the UFC, the Ultimate Fighting Championship, oh, okay. which I know you do a lot of. I can tell from looking your eyes that you love the UFC. That's... You do things like that. Mm-hmm. That's MMA. So that actually, uh, back in like the '90s and so forth, that kind of really developed in Japan. Mm. It was the first. Japan was the first big market for MMA. Really, yeah. yeah. So the fighting spirit in Japan is something that um, kind of underpins the culture fighting very much. Spirit.
0: We were, met, we were mentioning in the last podcast. They kind of like, no matter how many times you get beaten down, you get back up. That kind mm. of like exactly
2: value. Right. that. And that's that's a big value of uh, a lot of professional wrestlers. Is <laughs> yeah. No matter how many times you do that and get knocked down, it's Every time, you step
1: back up. And as we discussed in the last episode as well, that's part of Japanese culture. Mm-hmm. You, know, you study hard and, you know... You yeah, you trying hard, gamba and so dimasu yeah, That's it, 100%. 100%. Mm-hmm. So...
0: How is the training style different?
2: Oh, you so were
0: mentioning like 100 million squats or something. You trained
2: with uh, in the
1: New Japan Pro Wrestling Dojo.
2: Yes, so this both here and also the one in LA, which was where I trained with Antonio Inoki, who's like the godfather of uh, professional wrestling here
1: in Japan. Uh, for the unacquainted, New Japan Pro Wrestling is the biggest pro wrestling company in Japan, and their reputation is they have the highest standard of wrestling, but also they beat the coloured monkey out of each other. Mm. So training in their gym is quite the experience. Is that Yeah, correct?
2: definitely. Like I had trained in Australia for six years prior to having that kind of experience. And we did cardio work, we did push-ups, we did squats, but not to the magnitude that mm. the the Japanese style puts upon you. It's almost like that's what builds that fighting spirit. You can't just get it. You can't just have it. It, has to manifest and
1: it has to slowly build, build up through agony yeah and <laughs> I mean the From first day
2: agony. I remember uh, we had a five minute break I had to go collapse in the bathroom oh. for like Three minutes, then get up and go, okay, we're going to keep going.
0: After six wow. years of training, you yeah. collapsed on the first oh, day. Oh, yeah.
2: It was so brutal, and uh, your legs were so sore the next day. And then the next day it was scheduled for kickboxing. Oh, and gosh. because you've already done 500 squats <laughs> plus 300 jumping squats oh. and then 300, like little, little four jump squats, oh. then you do your push up. You, your body. Was just so sore that when you held the bag for kicking, you'd fall over. Yeah, Back up kick, fall over again. But it built that spirit, that fighting spirit. Mm. And uh yeah, that's just one of the uh oranges.
0: In my
1: of Pro <laughs> so in the
0: oranges are back
2: <laughs>
1: well, Watch <laughs> the last episode if you don't understand the joke, ladies and gentlemen. No, you just skip that one. <laughs> I think that's all. Yeah,
0: just listening yeah. to this right now, like in my head, it sounds like a martial arts movie montage. The kind of like done the fighting montage of like literally (laughs) like collapsing in the toilet, getting back up, falling over. It seems rough for Because
2: that's what they want to do is like weed out the people who don't really have that passion for it. Because if you have that Mm. passion for it, you'll do anything to be there. And that's what I remember is when I got to that that dojo, I was like, there is no way I'm going to go. I can't. There's just, there wasn't even a thought of going home. It's whatever they throw at me, I'm going to do, no matter how much pain I was in. And that, that kind of separates you from the rest, of the, you know, the rest of the world, and that's what builds a great, strong pro wrestler.
0: I was wondering about that because it sounds so rough. How many people usually try and enter at the same time? How many people quit?
2: About 95% don't make it more, wow. I would even say. Out of every 100, yeah, there would be five that will go on. Over the course Whoa. of, you know, statistically speaking, yeah. in my
1: experience. So you're
0: one of the yeah. 5% then? Mm.
1: You've got to get a singlet made with 5%. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and in Japan, a lot of yeah. the time, they uh, they leave high school to go live at the dojo and mm. become pro wrestlers. Yeah. So, that's, so that's your life, day yeah, in, day that's out. That's it.
2: And also, like, it's your only source of uh, food, yes. shelter, mm. income, mm. that if you don't have that passion and spirit for it, then...
1: You know, you're going to quit, and God knows. <laughs> Definitely what then. not for quitters. Yeah. Then so at the yeah. New Japan Dojo, take talk us through like an average day in the dojo. Uh, so we'd
2: get up at about seven or eight. That's when we'll clean, do the cleaning, clean the dojo. Then you clean. have your breakfast. Eleven o'clock is when training would start. So what, you're what there. What
0: type of breakfast do you guys eat?
2: Uh, well, it very differs now from back then. <laughs> mm-hmm. But back then, I would only have a protein shake.
1: Oh, yeah, no
2: because you're going to not feel very well if you have a full stomach.
1: Traditionally, they ate rice and Django, right?
2: Yeah, that. Yeah, we still do today, but okay. in the L.A. dojo, that kind of wasn't a thing. Oh, okay, mm. I see. Yeah, we had to look after our own meals there.
1: Django is that sumo soup, that soup. Oh, the sumo soup. Yeah. yeah, the pro wrestlers eat that too. So when Protein we come here soup. to
2: Japan, that's all made. But no one kind of eats in the morning here. Yeah. They'll train... Then lunchtime.
1: You don't want to throw up coming. at training. Yeah. Okay, okay so training 11 till like 2 or something? Yeah, uh,
2: 11 till 2. Yeah. And then we have off time, and then 5 o'clock, we would actually have a professional personal trainer come in to teach us how to do Oh, work. to do your weights? Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. So you get your ring training in the morning mm-hmm. and then your bodybuilding at night. Yep. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah.
2: And All then right. nighttime, we have off to do whatever we want. But that's when uh, the Mexican uh, wrestlers would come in and train. <laughs>
1: right. so we would
2: sometimes join their class and do that too <laughs> oh, if wow. we were okay
0: oh, That's amazing. so you kind of learn a little bit of that style
2: and, then uh, a little bit i'm not <laughs> yeah it's very opposite mm-hmm. and uh it was it's enjoyable but yeah it's it's very difficult especially on. after
1: at the end of all that training you then get drunk no they did the yeah. Mexican guys got drunk. Yeah.
2: I never used to drink that much back then compared to, to today. I feel all the
1: wrestlers in mm-hmm. Japan really drink a lot. It oh, It seems yeah. like it's, that's a part, it's of, a, the a, part well.
2: of the culture as They can culture. hold their liquor. Yeah. I, it's, it's, it's almost like uh, after shows, you go out on what could be called like a sponsored dinner or a yes. sponsor meal where the sponsors and <laughs> uh, of the event will come along and there's – endless food and drink. Mm. And sometimes you're not back at the hotel till 6 a.m. in the morning.
0: <laughs> and then you're uh, up at 7, though. Get
2: up at 7. So Turn you're like, your lay down, get up on the bus, go to the venue, wrestle, same thing, sometimes 9, 10 days in a row. And um, it just becomes lifestyle.
1: And mm. is that... Now, is the drinking, in your opinion, is the drinking and getting... Drunk and then having to wake up while you're still drunk or hungover, and then having to go and wrestle anyway. Do you feel that's part of this fighting spirit kind of culture? Yeah, because well?
2: you've got to push through no yeah. matter what, and you have to deliver. It's almost like the same with me and, and the other wrestlers as well. It's like you flip this switch and then you're in pro wrestling mode, oh. and it's not like we drink before right, right. before the mm. match. Like I'd never do anything like that, but sometimes you'll stop drinking at five fifty nine a.m. <laughs> Once it switches over to six, it's like okay, we'll call. It's a new day. We're <laughs> it's okay. It's a new <laughs> day. It's a new day. I'm not going to drink today. I'll drink tonight, but not 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 at the start <laughs> of today. So if you wrestle at nine in the morning, that's no problem. You're not you're not drunk.
1: Wow. wow. Okay. So As- that's
0: part, like, endurance seems mm. to be a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. Lots of endurance and
1: just and suffering spirit. and keep suffering. continuing to keep going. Yeah. yeah. So then, when you're old and burnt
2: out, you just want to throw yourself off a building. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> we just wow. <well>, okay, <laughs> we just well, okay, skipped
2: so,
0: skip, so, my
1: uh, a few not we? <laughs> my goodness. So, the,
0: the, with that Japanese style, um, lots of training. Hmm. How often would you then actually have matches that people watch?
2: Uh, we used to, do, we used to do a weekend of Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
0: Three days in a row. Yeah,
2: but if you're on like a full schedule like here in Japan, uh, you the younger boys will be doing their training four or five times a week. But then there's shows three times a week, four times a week, ten days in a row. Yeah, your schedule can change so much, but they have to train. Every day, and then also do office duties like fold posters, send out cards, go to other shows, sell tickets, drive someone here, drive someone there. So it's
1: really, Hard really work. full on. Hard yeah. work being a young boy. Whoa. Mm. Um, Antonio Inoki. Yes. Who is this man? That tell us about your relationship with him. Uh,
2: absolute legend in Japanese wrestling. Um, he was the one who kind of uh, had a hand in inventing mixed martial arts when he fought Muhammad Ali in the uh, pro wrestling boxing
1: fight do you know this fight it's a famous yeah. fight okay. uh it's back in the 1950s 60s
2: yeah, uh, 60s ish yeah
1: um muhammad ali came to japan and he uh, challenged any japanese fighter to a fight and so antonio Anoki, this legendary uh mixed martial artist and pro wrestler <laughs> fought muhammad ali and it's uh uh, there was some strange rule when uh, uh, Ali wanted to have all these rules which yeah. would benefit him yeah. massively because he was a boxer, of course. Mm. But wrestling is wrestling and it's kicking mm. and it's everything, yeah, right? so
2: Enoku would drop down in the classic, you know. He'd lie down on the
1: ground. And then kick kick the leg. And and, kicking Ali you know, in the legs. Yeah. And so Ali was very confused because he was a boxer. So he's used just standing oh, right, up and yeah. only punching. Yeah? Mm. So, it was interesting. Yeah, it was... But yeah, that was kind of
2: like the birth origins of mixed martial arts. Mm. and uh, uh, and he created New Japan Pro Wrestling yes. uh, which suits its 50th anniversary oh. this year prefecture. I think he's the it is
1: founder. He's the founder mm. of New Japan uh, and he's now a politician yeah. oh what you know that when would you for sure it's Tokyo Janai? is To Anto- Inoki maybe Tokyo He's now wow. a politician. Yeah.
0: What, so he he's he found famous. his own martial art wrestling Thank style. Him. And now he's a politician as
2: well.
1: Yeah, A couple of wrestlers have moved into politics. He's a very, very famous man in Japan. Mm.
0: What does wrestling and politics have in common? Then? What don't
1: they have in common? <laughs> it's like <laughs> being voted yeah, into exactly government. You right. know, it's like this celebrity But inoki son as well. Like He started the biggest company in Japan. So he's yeah. also a very savvy businessman, mm. you see. Mm. And he was the one who brought wrestling to Japan. Mm. Oh. And he was the one who. Now, so this New Japan. Style... So it was actually originally Ricky Doze and Ricky Dozen okay. trained Inoki. Inoki. Yeah. Okay, I see. So sorry. there's, yeah, a backstory there. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah. But Inoki brought in this. Inoki. Inoki. I sound like such a Western. Inoki. Inoki. Inoki-, Inoki-, Inoki- <laughs> Inoki-san. He brought in this yeah. um, system of super hard training and whatnot.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, that's what they went through originally trained and then like. Once he started teaching, he had his style that he wanted to do. So then there's like a difference between the New Japan style. And then there's another company called Old Japan Pro Wrestling, mm. uh, which was started by Giant Barber, and mm. that has its own kind of unique fighting spirit too. So mm. yeah, there's, uh, but it was a lot of a lot of uh, pain and torture to uh, find the strongest, you know, fighters in Japan to represent their country. And then they'd fly in the big Gaijin to fight and they had to have the people who were the toughest to take on these guys.
0: Oh, so they kind of made up with all the heart training, they made up maybe what in body size some Westerners might have brought from different dojos. Yeah.
2: So the Westerners who came over were usually really big. You know, you're six five, six, you know, three hundred pounds.
1: Back in the day when steroids were a thing, that was just was something that happened. And food and beer, <laughs> food and beer, <laughs> yeah. yeah, food and beer, massive man, yeah, mm-hmm. massive.
2: And uh, so yeah, the the Japanese had to fight these guys, and that's what I think made crowds of wrestling fall in love with. That was the you know, the East versus West battle mm. and the the Japanese uprising of finally being able to topple, you know, like mm. these big foreigners that were coming over. Mm. And then they embraced the foreigners as, you know, part of their pro wrestling. And also a lot to do with the uh, Japanese wrestlers going on an excursion to America and training there. So there's a lot of respect between the countries as well when it came to fighting.
1: And you trained with Inoki-san personally at the moment? Yes.
2: Yeah, so he would come in a couple of times a week and we'll go through like catch wrestling and wrestling and training and squats. And we used to have to do bridges, like oh, where right. we bridge back and then put a broomstick under your back oh. and lift you up. So your, your back was... Uh, a,
1: a bridge is, you're imagine one, right? lying on, mm. like that, but without your hands, you go off your neck. So, you oh. on top of your, head so your, your
2: nose head. has to touch the floor with your feet toes
1: so you're lying, a, imagine lying on your back mm-hmm. with your back curled all the way around so that mm-hmm. your nose your face is touching the mat here and your feet are touching the mat there and you're a yeah. big arch
2: and then they'll sit on top of you mm. with all their weight and you have to hold their weight on top of you while you're holding that arch <sighs> and then they'll jump up and down in the ring so it's like three the ring shaking. bounces whoa. See, so. and then you have to do the splits as far as you can the splits mm. So, and then you sit down, so it's split as far as you can, and then they'll lay on your back so your face touches the floor in front of you, and if you don't work on your flexibility, you'll pop your... So tear you, tear yeah, your tendons apart. And they don't care if that you tear your tendons, you should, you should stretch.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yes. I love the attitude. <laughs> <laughs> How are your
2: okay. splits? Now, not so good. Well, fair enough. So, but I get to do that to the... To the young boys and To now. the guys. <laughs> that's, that's my that job feel now.
0: Good. How are your splits? Oh, no. I think you've got more splits (laughs) than me. Um, Now, one thing, when I hear all of this, what happens with injuries?
1: What doesn't happen with injuries? What happens with injuries, Jack? How How does a person deal with injuries? What
0: do you deal? Uh,
1: I mean, I'm always feeling
2: terrible, you know. I'm always sore, but that's normal. Mm. So now my, like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm not really but i am you push in a pro you have wrestling that way back up in yeah, context like i i don't you know i'm never feeling hurt
1: mm-hmm. when
2: i'm in a match i'm in so much adrenaline so much zone mm-hmm. maybe afterwards i'm limping mm-hmm. and i can't stand up and get up and things like that and uh yeah that's that's where <laughs> i guess the, yeah.
1: a lot of these legendary wrestlers when they're in their 20s and 30s they are Supermen, but then they get to their fifties and sixties, and Mm. they're—it's really very rough. They can't walk Uh, anymore. So, like mm.
0: the—you might be able to deal with all that damage while you're young,
1: but it will later on affect you. Well, because you you get your injuries and you don't let them heal, so Mm. Mm. therefore they never heal. There's a lot of compounds. Yeah,
2: there's a lot of wrestlers now who who need walking aids or can't walk, or you know, the life expectancy is very.
1: Sure. So you're
0: sacrificing a lot yeah. for that life,
1: for that passion, and, and mm-hmm. yeah, you're in so much pain. I think a lot of the time as well. Part of the drinking culture comes from well, we're all in agony, yeah. so we get drunk, we won't feel it anymore. Mm. So let's do that. Some, but then I, that course then leads to the alcoholism and things like this, yeah. and so.
0: So what? So there is a match. And you get some sort of injury. Mm. Um, but on the next day you go straight back into training, there's no heal time?
2: No, if you're on the road, you just don't oh, have a chance you just to And it just it depends out. on, you know, so money, <laughs> family, how much you wanna make. Yeah. You know, if you don't do that match, someone else is then possibly gonna take your place. Yeah. Mm. So you're okay.
1: You're uh, ganky. Yeah, you figure <laughs> it out. You figure it out. Yeah. What about you kind of adjust what you do in the ring to try and yeah. save that injury oh somewhat.
0: right so do you, do you let your opponent kind of know like look I just broke my arm yesterday can you maybe not touch that one yeah
1: and they'll touch it oh okay yeah, oh so will touch you it don't say, yeah you don't you don't say oh, yeah okay. you don't uh, say yes. what's hurt I've wrestled with people who are far nicer than your clientele yeah. <laughs> like, if I said some of like that to would be like oh sure no worries I'll totally keep it same. yeah no it's, it's oh
2: I forgot you know so yeah you just don't say you
0: don't say yeah
2: <gasps> unless it's a horrible like yeah Leg but, is
1: up here or something. Yeah, like,
2: but I've been in a match where someone's had a compound fracture with their bone coming
1: through Oh, and, oh God. Know, and it's
2: not like I've gone, <laughs> you know, and started. Mm. It was like he had to get carried out and everything, so. So what's the
1: most, uh what's the worst injury you've experienced in the ring, like, in the match? Uh...
2: I broke my leg. On the ring? Yeah. In the ring. Uh, Doing a backflip. I I used to be a high flyer when I was younger. So you actually hurt yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So I did a backflip, landed, and I was like, oh, that doesn't feel right. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the guy came off the ropes and I go to pick him up, and I fell straight over. Oh, Oh, no. I was like, oh, my muscle cramp. Uh, And then uh, uh, backstage I got my friend to really like, you know, try and work out this cramp. And then I could walk, but I was like limping walking and I was walking really slow. And after about two weeks, I'm like, oh, I might as well go to the hospital, you know. <laughs> after
0: two weeks, yeah. you, you went two weeks. And yeah. you kept doing with matches during yeah. <laughs> that. Yeah. With a broken matches the leg, training, with whole time. This is, so, this is like the, yeah. the essence of hardcore.
2: Yeah, so you just tape it up and then it's fine. It's not fine, it's but not it's fine. fine. You figure it out. And then, yeah, they took the x-ray and they're like, oh, your bone behind your shin bone is broken in two, oh. stabbing into your nerve. And I'm like, oh, okay.
1: Isn't it wonderful being with someone who's completely <laughs> uninitiated has never heard any of these stories? <laughs> oh it's totally God. unfamiliar. Yeah. This
0: is walking around two weeks with a broken yeah. leg. Oh no, it's so right. right. I'm training.
2: Yeah, And then I had a match. Four, I took four weeks off and then I got given a suplex, which is like a move where you take the person over and slam them on their back, but from the top rope. So it was very high. Oof. And I re-broke my leg again. No! Yeah, oh, and then, oh, it, but oh. because it was the bone at the back, it's it's supported by your uh, shin bone at the front, so I could still kind of do wrestling.
1: Um, and when you fought uh, Layway, you had uh, yeah. you, you did not have ACLs, is that Yeah,
2: great? so uh, during <laughs> well. During a jiu-jitsu tournament, I actually mm. tore my
1: ACL, MCL, everything. That's What's the, an but, ACL? Uh, your anterior cruciate ligament. So this ligament on the outside keeps of your, your knee like, stable. Wait a
0: second. So here, yeah, this bringing us yeah, right. up a little bit for the camera. Yeah. So
2: th- yeah, this one here and the one that holds your knee in here. <laughs> in so. Oh,
0: like the little crisscross over your yeah,
2: knee. Yeah. So they're gone, and
0: uh, <laughs> they're gone. So I
2: had that was gone twelve years ago, <laughs> and uh, it was fine. Uh, and then, just over the course of time, my knee deteriorated. And oh, then, but
1: then you went and you did uh, layway kickboxing without yeah. tendons.
2: I was kind of hoping he would hurt me really bad so I could get surgery. After that. <laughs> oh my uh, but left way fighting is kickboxing, but with headbutts, mm-hmm. and there's no gloves. You just have bare knuckles. Just tape up, tape up your knuckles with just
1: national sport of <laughs> Myanmar.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so that was a le- legitimate fight here in Japan that I did and yeah it was amazing it was really good but yeah i'm not i'm not good at fighting at all so it was a...
0: one thing that just struck me is like I, w- I was hoping you there was more damage so you could get surgery does that mean that wrestlers actually don't make enough money to get their own surgery
2: no it's just like they w- they would have paid for it <laughs> if i had got hurt uh... but here it's actually really great with the healthcare system mm. i actually had uh... my knee operated on last year and it was a very good I mean, paperwork was this high. Mm-hmm. That was the that was the worst of it all. But the uh, actual surgery and everything was was amazing. You got a good a great deal, great team. Yeah, mm-hmm. got a good deal. And it's yeah, it was pennies compared to what you pay for at home
1: or in America. Oh. So we are approaching the end of the time. What already? This pad, oh my gosh! There's yeah. still so
0: much more I want to ask. Okay. Yeah. Um. Should well, we just wrap it
2: up.
1: Yeah, um, we would like breathe. to have
0: you one more time. Would that be okay? Of course. Fantastic. Thank you.
1: Well, <laughs> Mr. Jackson. Sorry, Mr. Jackson. Woo, where can people find you on the internet?
2: Uh, Instagram at Hartley Jackson. Twitter at Hartley Jackson underscore. Yes, hey. and uh, I think I think that's about
1: it. All right, no worries. Can we <laughs> to the end of this bad boy
0: right so guys don't forget please vote us on your favorite podcasting app whichever it is please give us the highest ranking so if this one gets pushed out to more people more people can enjoy cat with beard mm. and also if you would like to contact us and maybe you have some questions or stuff it, write us an email to ni. P P O N at J O Q R dot net. And also, please come find us on YouTube. We have no YouTube channel, so you can actually see all that muscle mass that is in this room here with me right now.
1: Cat with a Beard from Japan is where you can find us. You can find Thank Cat
0: the Cat at where? At Cat the Cat Underbar TV on Twitch, Twitter, uh. Instagram, and just generally type in Cat on YouTube, and you will find me and the channel Ask Japanese. um And Ladybeard, where can we find you? And
1: put in Ladybeard underscore Japan, and also my pop group Babybeard underscore Japan, and click like and follow on the internet. And send us an email, please. please we please love receiving emails. Email. I received an email today. I have 10 emails, but it was just someone had just written their thing, their message was in the subject bar and the email itself oh. was blank. Oh, but no. then they did it ten <laughs> Don't times. Do
0: that. Oh. Don't do
1: that. Don't do Send that. Send us an actual email. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll
0: what see time? you next time on <laughs> Cat with Ben. I'll see you then. Bye, cheers.